Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. We acknowledge the traditional owners of country throughout Australia and recognize their continuing connection to land, waters, and culture. We pay our respects to their elders past, present, and emerging. Welcome to This Song Is Yours, a music podcast where we chat to a new guest each week, talk about their life and creative endeavours, and talk to them about some of the music they love. Our show works by chatting to our guests about music, but also getting them to make you a playlist of the songs they love. You can find the link to our playlist in the show notes. Welcome to episode 18. I'm your host, Simon Fink. Our guest today is Butchera. He's a soul singer based out of Finglehead in New South Wales. He's following up his massive first single, Missing You, with new track, Higher, which is out tomorrow. In today's episode, we talk about working with Matt Corby, the role that Faith plays in his music, and his love for Eve's Caritas. Here we go. Our guest today is a singer and songwriter who was raised on a healthy diet of Sam Cooke and gospel music. His new single, Higher, is out tomorrow. Please welcome to This Song Is Yours, Budgera. Thank you very much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Um, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm good, thank you. I'm good. Uh, now, congratulations. Uh, the new single, Higher, is out tomorrow on Friday, um, and it's another soulful kind of offering from yourself. Where did this song um, come from? Um, I come from, I was just having a really good week. Um, when I write songs, it's just whatever I'm feeling in the week, just it comes out in a, in a song if, if I write. And um, I was having a good week, so I felt like dancing, and <laughs> and that's how I come about. Do you find that you get um, inspiration depending on the mood that you're in? Like if it's a kind of like slower day, is it a bit of a like a sadder song or a slower song? Or yeah, um, missing you is like a, a kind of an example of of that. I was feeling a bit uh, sad. Like I just left school and and COVID, so I was feeling a bit lonely and sad. And so missing you come out, that's what it was about. Um, lyrically, um, that's what happens. Um, and then higher is very upbeat and happy because I was very happy that day. <laughs> um, <laughs> it um it does have like a like a seventies kind of like disco light feel to it. When you were writing the song. I guess, uh, like, as you said, you're in a bit of a happy mood. Do you hear it as like a fully formed kind of song or is it that you, um, how do I word this? When you're writing it, does it sound like a, like there's little di- like disco bits in it or is it more something that kind of is added along the way? Um, I think it's added along the way. The disco uh, vibe of this, of higher, um, that is all, Matt Corby, he he's put that to higher. When I write, if I'm writing by myself, it's usually just me and a guitar, and I try to make it sound as best as it can acoustically. Um, before I think of production and and layering, um, 
yeah, so <laughs> that's for hire. That was the instance. Um, but then there's like sometimes I hear or I need to do, I want to do these vocals or like, or it needs to have a drum roll here. Uh, but it's different for every song, like how I hear it. Of course. Um, as you said, uh, you were helped in part by um, one Matt Corby who uh, helped co-write and um, I believe produced your forthcoming EP as well. Yeah. How did, um, how did that relationship kind of come about? Um, well, when I was 16 and I was still in school, um, I, open, I got to open for him um, at the old museum in Brisbane. And I was, I'm a, like, when I meet people, I've gotten better now um, because of doing interviews of just talking to people. Um, but I sat in the corner in the green room and I was like, oh, hey, nice to meet you. I went and sat in the corner um, <laughs> with my guitar and then I went and played. And he he peeked his head around the corner to, to watch and I thought that was like really nice of him and he said he really enjoyed it and he wanted to work together and then that was sort of the beginning of the friendship. Um, <laughs> you guys have had, um, I guess, similar kind of trajectories in, in the music industry. Is there any piece of advice that he's given you so far that you've kind of uh, I guess, put into action or that you think is, is, is really good? Um, he's given me a lot of good singing advice. We're both singers. Um, so he's like taught me a lot. He's, uh, he was like, he had some training. I haven't been trained. Um, so he taught me some exercises. That's one bit of advice. Um, but, uh, I think the best advice he's given me is um is I forgot what I was gonna say um make sure the music's good that was something he he says and he said it to me too um make sure it's good before like the song is good before anything else um yeah. that's something he said to me which I always think about when I write songs now. <laughs> I think that's a very smart um, piece of advice. I think if you don't have like a good foundation for it, then th it's not going to be supported very well in a way. Yeah, you could you could have like fancy production and and like cool effects on vocals or like in your live shows just have crazy lights. But if the music's not good, it's not going to work out. <laughs> no, 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 not at all. I agree with that. <laughs> um, you yourself, you grew up on... Um, music that did have a, like a, a good strong foundation. You grew up on singers um, like Sam Cooke and Aretha Franklin, yeah. who um, some of those songs carry maybe like a little bit more of like a heavier story than popular music does today. Yeah. When you go back, do you kind of um, find inspiration for your own songs in, in acts like Sam Cooke and, and Aretha? Yeah, I do. Um, I take a lot of inspiration from a lot of the old, singers like people that come out of church sam cook aretha franklin um vocally like they're an inspiration and lyrically um it's sort of always that's how my dad my dad taught me how to write and he uh sort of said you have to bring a story out like people will come and hear the music but they're gonna stay and keep listening to the story and that's what 
really affects people in music. Um, so that's something like I get from them. Yeah, I think that's very true. Your dad, um, he was the one who introduced you to music and he, um, he also played drums um, at church. Did he buy you a drum kit to begin with or was it always kind of singing from the get-go? Well, it's always been singing. Singing is, is one thing um, that I can't stop myself from doing. I love singing so much. I, like when I was a baby, I would just like yell along with the songs. Um, <laughs> but when I was three, my dad did get me a drum kit. Um, like the fu- the funny thing about it though is that I'm really terrible at drums. So when I was three, <laughs> I just banged around. Um, but I never really got any better at drums. <laughs> it just didn't click for me. <laughs> um, yeah. Was Dad ever kind of not disappointed, but was he like, "Oh, damn"? <laughs> nah. Um, it was all right. My family actually. Um, a lot of them are, are surfers. So my, my dad am, am, is a surfer and my sister's surf and um, music is sort of like, it was surfing or music and um, it didn't really matter what instrument. Um, I don't think, or if it was like a long board or a short board, just as long as you yeah, had fun and was having and happy doing it. Yeah. Um, that was my parents' thing. Are you much of a surfer yourself? I, yeah, I think I'm a, I'm a little bit of a surfer. I'm not as good as my sisters or my dad, um, but it's really fun to get out in the water. It's like when you, if you're having a stress day and you go surfing, it just clears your head because you have to, you're paddling out and there's waves coming and all you have to think about when you're going in the water is how do I not drown (laughs) <laughs> so it just really, if I'm stressed about something, um, that's what something does <laughs> for me. <laughs> that's very fair. That's smart. Yeah. <laughs> um, for yourself, is there any kind of parallels? I guess I know some people use songwriting as like um, a way to distress as well or um, possibly calm nerves. Do, do you find that there's a similar thing with when you write music in terms of um, allowing it to be cathartic to, to let you kind of do that, if that makes sense? Yeah. I, I've i noticed, after, like, I've only been writing, like, since I was 15, but I've noticed that um, when, if, if I've noticed I've bottled up emotions, so when I write, it's usually, like, what I'm feeling has to come out and music is the way to let it out and, you just need like release sometimes. Like I know some people when they're really sad and then you just have a good cry and you feel kind of better. Um, yeah. that's what writing has been for me. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Do you find, um, I know we spoke earlier about Sam Cooke and, and gospel singing. Um, I know that your faith has had like played quite a big part in your life so far when it comes to your music and writing, is there still a, a strong element of your faith, I guess, within, within your music, within the songwriting? Yeah. Um, my music for me, like, is I just want to uh, touch people and help people. And um, Jesus, that's what he did. He went um, and he went to give people hope and 
make sure that they felt they weren't alone. And so that's what I want to do. I want to touch people with my music and, and hopefully that's what it's doing. Um, not necessarily like preaching, Oh, you're going to go to hell if you're bad, but just being there for people is really what it's about. Yeah. And making them feel loved and that there's people there with them. I feel like music and especially gospel music, but music as a whole does kind of have this element of community to it, which, um, which kind of, um, yeah. Yeah. I know that your music so far has been well received and it has had the effect that you were desiring. Um, you recently played some shows with Lime Cordial and, yeah. and Thelma Plum. How did they go? They went really well. Um, it was so much fun. Um, it's, I've recently, like, it's actually been pretty crazy at the Lime Cordial show and at um, not so much at the Thelma Plum because uh, I only had my song come out the week before the Thelma Plum show, but I've noticed, like, people singing along to my song, um, which is the weirdest thing. I I was at Lime Cordial show. There was a dude in the front, (laughs) in the very front with his friends, and I was strumming my guitar, and I I looked down, cause I have to change chords and I looked, I looked down and he was like in my line of vision and he was singing the words and I, we made eye contact and it was like, <laughs> I was like, what, you know the words? And he's like, yeah, I know the words while I was still singing <laughs> and it made me really happy. Um, but it's crazy to see how my music is like affecting people and people are really connecting with it. Yeah, of course. I believe, and I, I could be very wrong, so I apologise if I am. I think when Missing You was added to Triple J, it was like the number one most played song that week. Oh, um, yeah. Which is like, I imagine for you, must be very exciting. It is very exciting. I just can't believe, uh, my I had very low expectations um, and it really just like blew me out of the water. I like never expected it to go the way it did. Which is what I feel is like, um, it's like a good thing if there was, if there was too much expectation around the song or if you um, try to do something too hard or in a certain way, it just never comes out how you want it. Um, or, uh, like the product is never as, as good as it is when it's kind of like come out naturally or organically. Um, yeah. Like when you just allow it to kind of happen. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think that's maybe why. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh, Missing You, as we discussed, was quite popular. And we've got Higher coming out this week. Uh, we're only early into 2021 and uh, we do have a self-titled EP coming from in, within the first quarter of the year. Um, what can we expect from the EP? Um, you can expect um, a lot of singing. Um, I really try my best um, to show my voice in in these songs. Um, and it's just sort of a collect like the four songs that are on the EP are just what what I've been feeling at, like when I wrote them, that was the time. Um, and so I guess a lot of soul and emotion um, as well. Yeah, awesome. Um, I, I think a lot of people are looking forward to, to hearing it. Did you find it difficult while under the circumstances of uh, last year? Um, I guess, as you said before, being in a good mood kind of manifested higher. Um, was inspiration uh, difficult or or possibly even, I guess, different uh, with all the events of last year going on and, and how it affected how you write or sing? Um, it 
it really, I don't think it really affected uh, so much. Some days, like missing people was something I think everyone felt. Um, but with emotions, you just sometimes you be happy and then you'll be down and, um, and, and each day is different. So, um, I found it all right, like to keep writing about different things. Um, there's a lot of stuff that you can do at home too. (laughs) Um, so I think I was, I was all right. I wasn't sort of blocked from writing that much. That's good. That's, that's good to hear. With um, both mum and dad being musicians as well, do you ever find that they kind of come in and possibly critique what you're writing or they might add their own little bit to it? <laughs> all the time. All the time <laughs> they do that. Even even when I'm like singing around the house, my dad would be like, open your mouth more or, or like say something. They're always um, – they're very, they're very involved, but they're very, uh, they're very smart. And I really like, I always take their opinion because, um, they know what they're talking about. They know what they're doing. Um, so it's, it's all right. It's not like a parent yelling at me, um, for doing it like something bad, but they're just encouraging me and, and supporting me. That's good. That's good. Um, can we expect possibly like a, a collaboration on a future EP or an album? Probably. Um, I've written a lot of songs with my dad. Um, actually a lot of my earlier songs were co-written with my dad. Um, and hopefully you'll be able to hear some, some songs that he's written because he's really, he's a really good writer. Um, yeah. Does he um, do music? I know that he plays drums, I believe, at the church. Does he do music outside of church as well? Um, where we sort of haven't been at church as much. My parents actually run a non-for-profit organisation and mm-hmm. um, that's how they do ministry. Um, yeah. But drumming for him is just, he, he just likes drumming and, and surfing um and he does it just because he loves it um and hey i'm ryan reynolds at mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little so naturally when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you that's right we're cutting the price of mint unlimited from 30 dollars a month to just 15 dollars a month Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So it just doesn't, it doesn't matter if it's, if it's in church or, or if it's out of church. Like it's just an expression. Yeah, that's very cool. With influences like that around, was there um, was there ever a thought that maybe you wouldn't do or, or follow music as like a career? 
Well, when I was 12, I wanted to be an archaeologist. That's, I, I pretty much, I only ever sing. Um, I think there wasn't, I don't think there's a, there was a thing in my head that was going to let me do something other than music um, because I just, I like eat, sleep and breathe singing. I do it like I can't stop myself. Um, and like just in high school, um, I was just doing it. Like I couldn't stop myself from doing it. I had to do it. Um, like I worked at McDonald's and I was singing by washing all the dishes at McDonald's and I, I don't think I could have done anything else. (laughs) (laughs) Was there, was there any, um, I guess like music stuff at school that you did any like extracurricular stuff? Um, I was in the, I did two of the school musicals. They did, um, they did them every second year. And so when I showed up at high school, the one I went to, um, they did hairspray and the principal, it was like a, it was a fancy school and they, the prince, we met the principal and they were like, Oh, you should, if you like singing, you should go like try and be in the musical. And I was like, all right. So I did it. And that was like one of my first like performances. Um, and I really liked acting as well. Um, I think that's something I might give a, give a go at, um, acting and television. Cause I think it's really fun. <laughs> um, and I did hairspray and I got the, the teacher said, do you want to be seaweed J Stubbs who sings, uh, run and tell that, that, that song, the real upbeat one. Um, yeah. and I was like, yep, I'll do it. And so I did it. And, and then the last one I, when I was 15, it was Fiddler on the Roof, um, which is, it's a really sad um, story, but it's a great, great story. And the music is very well written, I think. And I was the main dude in, in Fiddler on the Roof, Tevier, um, who was a milkman. And yeah, it was, that was sort of, Fiddler on the Roof was where my voice like had just started changing and I had a deeper voice. Um, yeah. And it was, it was a good learning, learning how, or this is how my voice fits in, in these songs, like that a man would sing. Yeah. Um, because the, the role was written for a man to sing. Um, yeah. And it, it really makes, it makes you think musical theater. I really like it. It, it's um it's a very interesting beast to kind of tackle, but it's a very impressive CV from yourself for for those two. That's two very um different, also very different musicals. Uh, Run until yeah. that is a really kind of um uh intense song to sing in terms of like the runs that it has with it. So that's very impressive. Well done. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I had a I, I was like thirteen, so I still had like the little kid voice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so that's it was a bit easier for me to sing um because i could it was my voice just sat a lot higher <laughs> <laughs> no that's very fair sometimes for musicals that that helps <laughs> yeah um, but Jero, would you be happy to talk about the playlist that you sent through yep
this playlist it's just what I what I really like at the moment songs I listened to heaps in the last week you know on Spotify how it says oh you've been listening to these ones quite a bit um these are the ones that I've been listening to quite a bit <laughs> um yeah and it's a lot of singers i would say and a lot of i really love like songs that are just like bouncy like they've got like a good bass line and and nice rhythm um but also good like singing and vocals um yeah <laughs> oh. <laughs> i was gonna ask um because there's, yeah, there's there's some fantastic tracks on here and a lot of them are quite upbeat and, as you said, have like a bouncy feel to them. Um, there's a few that are quite contemporary and, and within the last few years and then there's a handful that, uh, that are, I guess, throwback tracks, if you will, um, including like some uh, Mariah Carey and, and there's a Brandy track on here that yeah. is... Um, I hadn't heard that one, but that, uh, that is a banger. Yeah. Um, uh, what are, like, what are these songs kind of like, where did, uh, you find these songs or what do they mean to you? Um, well, I just really love singing and Brandy and Mariah Carey. Um, I know there's Shaka Khan on, on this playlist as well. They're just people I look up to and I am constantly listening and learning from them. Um, like Brandy and her her runs are like so clean, and I I want to learn how to do runs as good as Brandy. So I listen and just just to learn from them. That's why I put them on the playlist because I listen to learn from them. Yeah. Do you find that that helps when you are like um yeah putting music on to to I guess pick up vocal tricks or or t- uh, ticks like um that that does help. Yeah, I think there's like a there's like a saying like if you like I don't know what the saying is I forgot what it is if if you like listen and like surround yourself with something you're gonna pick it up like if you hang around like really cool people you'll like pick up things and you'll get cooler so I guess that's sort of what I do if I listen to good singers. I'll hear things and then I'll just start to maybe, uh, I know like Shaka Khan, um, does like some, she go, ah, and like open her mouth wider, widen the vowel. Um, I might be singing and I might just do it. Um, just cause I've been listening to it and just pick it up like a kid copying their parent. I have to, that was a very impressive Shaka Khan, just as a quick side note. <laughs> no, it wasn't good. It wasn't. <laughs> that wasn't that great. <laughs> it's much it's much better than my Shaka Khan, I'll give you that. <laughs> um, oh. You also had um, some really uh, excellent Australian talent, including Eves Caritas and um, Young Franco. Uh, is there anyone in the Australian music scene at the moment that you'd really like to, I guess, work with or collaborate with? Um. Eve's Cretus, definitely. She's one of my favourite Australian artists at the moment. Um, the Get Me So High song, I've been listening to it so much. Um, I think she's a really good singer. Um, who else do I want to work with? Um, just everyone. I really like Kaite. Um, I really like her and Young Franco. 
um, he's a good example of he's got some bounce in his music. Um, I work with everyone. I want to work with everyone and just it's just sort of like connecting with people and becoming friends. So I, I work with anyone. <laughs> is there um is there any plan to, I guess, um, tour more and, and strike up those relationships with uh, other artists? Yeah. Oh, that's my plan. I just want to become friends with everyone. Like it doesn't matter who they are. If they're doing a show and, and they want me to come along, I'll come along. I'll, it's just about having fun and and being friends with everyone. Definitely. We, um, we'll make that known and we'll send that out to, especially to Eves as well. We'll make sure this message gets <laughs> to her to, to get you on a track. Um, you also included uh, Dominic Fike with Vampires and I felt like this song had elements of your music, but like maybe a bit of a like slight, only slight more hip hop vibe to it. Do you have any interest in, um, I guess, exploring the, the sonic terrain of, of hip hop at any point? I've thought about it. I, I really enjoy, uh, I really enjoy rap music and, um, I try, I, you know, Beyonce, how she does in destiny's child, how she did that kind of rap singing, but it was like quick singing. I tried yeah. to do that, but I really, I'm really bad at rapping. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, um, I think it's really cool. And I think maybe in time I'll get better if I keep working at it, at like incorporating hip hop elements into, into songs. Um, but I just like it cause it's, cool it makes me feel cool <laughs> of course as, as you said before when you start hanging around cool it makes you it empowers <laughs> yeah. you <with> cool. <laughs> yeah um you've also uh, included sam henshaw with a brilliant track called broke um now i have to admit i hadn't heard of sam henshaw before but um what i guess to you what do you love about this song or it's really cool i love the horns in it um I like the da 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 in the song it's just it's really cool. My cousin introduced me to Sam Henshaw and he was playing in the car. And I was like, what's this song? Um, I just like the bounce in it and the rhythm and it's just, it's just cool. Like you can't yeah. not listen to it and not just feel like, Oh, just got to <laughs> bob along to this. It, it is very infectious. When I put it on, it was like, Oh, I don't know this, but I like it. It's good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Budra, I know we only uh, had 30 minutes today, so I very much appreciate your time, mate. Thank you so much for, for coming on the podcast. Oh, thanks for having me. Um, it's so cool. I've never been on a podcast until today. Um, no, well, th thank you for, <laughs> for allowing us to be here first. <laughs> oh, thanks. And that's our show. Thank you again to Budra. His latest single, Hire, is out tomorrow. We've included a link to his Spotify in the show notes, so you can listen to the single once it's released. Keep an eye out for his self-titled EP, which is out March 26th. We also want to give a quick shout out to Susie at Positive Feedback for helping out with today's interview. You can find a link to our Spotify playlist in the show notes, where you'll be able to listen to all of Butcher's picks. If you like this show, please subscribe wherever you get your pods and stay up to date when new episodes are released. We release new shows each Thursday morning with guest playlists streaming on Spotify at the same time. 
You can follow the playlist profile on Spotify and you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Until next week, cheers. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.